welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads. Thank you for tuning in to another Dadversation. Chris and George are both here. Welcome, boys. Hey. Hola. <laughs> They're both waiting for each other's turn. <laughs> like, who's going hey. first? <laughs> Uh, just before we get started, I remind you all, uh, if you haven't done so yet, there was a new blog that was released earlier this week on Monday. Go check it out. It's a super interesting blog about uh, grades and if they really do matter. Uh, Chris put in a lot of thought in that one. So it's a, good, it's a great little blog. You can go read it. It reads very quickly. Um, also, follow us on all the social media platforms uh, and all the audio platforms as well. Support uh, our YouTube page and everything else uh, that we do and every, every, everywhere else that we're on. Uh, we will appreciate that. Um, guys, busy week today. Don't, don't you have to tell them that you have to smash the like button? Smash that like button. All right. Now I feel better. <laughs> yeah, All, like, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good, good. Uh, how, how is everything, guys? Good, man. Good, good. It's a crazy day. Crazy day, crazy week. A lot of work. You know what's funny? Uh, we are talking about it with my wife the other day. Uh, you know what's funny? None of us shaved this week. Yeah. I, no, I didn't. I, I, I trimmed. I trimmed. So I'm clean. Nice. I took care of myself. That's clean. That's, that's a clean cut? No, it's not. It's I, I trimmed. It's not like uh, oh, okay, yeah. how bushy George's is or yours. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, Mine, there's like 16 colors here. <laughs> there's white, gray, brown, everything. I got a skunk thing going. <laughs> you got a skunk thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I you. Noticed. Lift your chin up. <laughs> it's like a strike. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what's funny? I was telling my wife the other day because the last couple of years I feel like winter has been easier than it was when we were young. Like, you know, the snowfall usually comes like mid to end of December. Uh, it's pretty relaxed. And then usually February kicks in and screws us in the ass. And then, you know, everything uh, everything seems to kind of uh, be... Well, I, I wasn't expecting that expression. Yeah. That, 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 threw, that threw me off. The screw, the <laughs> it comes out of nowhere, man. And, no, no. Uh, I meant the, the screws you in the ass. That, <laughs> that, that, that's what took my attention. Screws you. Anyway. Uh, and... <laughs> So it's just funny because the day I, I go to fucking February. We don't know what to expect in February, you know? And it just seems that as soon as February came along, it just screwed us. Wait, you don't like the snow? I hate snow. Yeah. The snow is the problem. Yeah, I don't like yeah, I can't st- I don't mind the snow. I hate I hate the cold. I hate the, oh, minus- man, the cold. More than minus five, I'm miserable. I hate no, man. Hate- the cold, you can get dressed. You can get I'll take I'll take 50 centimeters of snow over what is minus 30. They keep the minus 30. That's a fucking <laughs> ass right there. Oh man, what are you talking about? Fuck that. Oh, I hate minus city. 30. Oh, <sighs> no. I can't stand it. You know what? The truth is that I hate both the cold and the snow, but if I had to choose, I'll pick the cold. I'll pick the snow. And if the whole oh, point yeah, is that February came along and it screwed <laughs> us. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, uh, but at the end of the day, it's one month, man. It's almost done. We're almost halfway there. And uh, hopefully, <laughs> March. That, that's optimistic. That's optimistic. Yeah, man. Do you guys remember when you were younger, man? I remember uh, trick or treating in, in snow, like end of October, yeah. early November. I remember that. It Costume that, with a winter jacket on top. Yeah, that felt like an endless winter. Now, a month, a month and a half, no big deal. Like this winter, we can't really complain. Seriously. I complain. I hate it. 
Yeah, I complain too. I gotta be honest with you, but not not, not as much as previous years. Like, I mean, <laughs> we can't complain. The snow just got here, dude, a week ago. Like before that, we had nothing. You know what I mean? It was we were building. We built a snowman for that competition, and I rolled the ball, and there were pieces of grass <laughs> on, on on my on my snowman. I will never be okay with it. I will always complain, even if it's just one fucking day. No man, can't take it. Take me up north and, uh, with snow. No problem. It's beautiful. It's nice and white. It's it's nice. But in the city, man, it's just annoying. It's horrible. Yeah, the snow's piling up, though. It's yeah. piling up on many, bro. They were supposed to pick up the snow yesterday, and they didn't. And you know why? Yeah. Because one truck broke down. They only have one? That's what I'm asking. Sorry, I mean, one truck, that's it. Done. Whole neighborhood condemned. <laughs> Sorry, our truck broke <laughs> down. We can't. <laughs> one. Shut down the operation. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, Montreal. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about something very uh, interesting uh, today, folks. We're going to talk about uh, <coughs> it's about money. Um, <coughs> Sorry, guys. And I know uh, I'm a little off today. Fine. I know Chris is uh, big on this. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not sure where George stands. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. I think it's very important. I think we're uh, headed into like this new age where uh it feels like kids should be educated about things that perhaps we weren't uh and uh, i definitely did not have any financial education at home <laughs> you know what i mean uh, uh i, I n- never 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 we we got money at the like once a week maybe on friday when we hit high school maybe i think and it usually was around friday because we finished earlier i remember so my father would just i think it was given five bucks five ten bucks something like that and uh, sometimes it was enough to even last for the following week, you know. But there was never anything to kind of understand. You, you, you'd buy the bazooka gums. The bazooka gums. or Remember uh, those five cents? No, the other one uh, with um, the, because I would collect hockey cards. So you would get the uh, Opichi. I think it was the Opichi. And it had a little gum inside. That thing was hard like a rock. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> You still eat it. But the bazooka was good. Yeah, yeah. Five cents. Five cents, man. Yeah. What does gum cost now, anyway? Oh. You, can't, you can't get those individual now. You got to get the big... Uh, yeah, pack. a dollar, a dollar fifty a pack. Is that it? Pack of 12? I don't know. Whatever. Everything's wholesale. You buy things in big quantities now. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't look at the price per unit anymore. But in, but in general, <laughs> I didn't... I, I, I wasn't in a house where we were taught like any type of financial literacy probably because my parents didn't have any <laughs> like that's the truth uh, as, as it was very basic don't spend yeah yeah don't give it to anybody else it's all for you that's it yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't give it to anybody else funny thing is because when, when i started working and then you started making money and i started working like a really young age like at 14 i was working i was a bus boy you know what i mean so you know, there was money coming in. I mean, it wasn't amazing money, but I mean, for a 14-year-old, how much do you need? You know, you're making, uh, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week. It, it was a lot of money for me. It was like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, and it was just flying out. It was, we, I was just wasting it. Nothing, nothing was staying. And I, the only thing I remember, yeah, to get to, to get to George's point, save your money, keep your money. You know how many times my mom, she's like, why don't you give me your pay and I'll I'll give you money every week. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is my money. <laughs> I work for it. This is my, you know, you're not touching it. You, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. you, 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 you didn't trust her to give it over to you when you wanted it. She knew what she was doing. I didn't, you know. But yeah, no, we didn't have that kind of uh, mentality, that kind of education. Because And we're going to get to Chris because Chris has a, a cool little system that he's implementing with his kids, or at least the older one. 
Um, and yeah, I, the older one. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, and uh, I think it's interesting, and I think a lot of kids should uh, have that sort of education at home. But at the same time, it also comes from the parents, right? I mean, if the parents are also in a mentality where they don't know uh, how much money we need to waste or spend, uh, what do we need versus what we want, uh, and that sort of mentality, uh, then obviously it's not going to be passed down to the kids, you know? Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big subject, man. It's a little touchy. It it's a little it touchy, is. right? Why is it but, and uh, a, lot of it, a lot of it, like for me, yeah, we didn't get much education about it either. It was just don't waste it. The best you can, don't waste it. That was my father's, you know, don't waste it. Don't waste it for nothing. Don't waste it for nothing. Don't waste it for nothing. Don't do things that are, you know, think long-term, think long, things like that. It was never, but never really a strategy. Something that's pretty much something you have to figure out on your own. But I was obsessed with money since a very young age. My sister was telling me actually a few months back, and I had totally forgotten. I was sick, sick, sick. I just wanted it. I wanted a lot of it. I wanted it saved. I wanted to look at it. I wanted to know I had it. I wanted what more of it. What are we talking about here, George? Starting at the age of five, six. Like, I mean, I was obsessed with money always. And Why I find you, my sons a little bit. How do you become obsessed? Is it, is it your parents always telling you, don't waste your money, save your money, keep it? No. And- I mean, you know, back then, uh, how, how did uh, like us, we buy we buy all our kids' toys now. Okay, I come to your kid's birthday, I bring toys, I go to Christmas. When my parents, my uncles or aunts or godparents or people like that would come, they slipped you a 20. 20, yeah. 20, 20, 20. And then you go to the store with a 20 and you buy three, four things. And you get all this change back. I could keep going. What? This is powerful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I recognize it's it's power. I, I recognize the security in it really quick. I rec I recognize that very young. So I did, I was always obsessed how to hustle, get another job. Uh, if I needed to buy stuff, go work for a few months, get some cash. Uh, I was in high school. I worked on weekends. I didn't sleep. I go to school dead on Monday. Why? Because I wanted I want my pockets full. I was obsessed with that notion. And I see that a little in my my older son. So I. He likes carrying it, like a cash that he has. He has a wallet. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like putting it in his piggy bank because he knows if it goes in there, he can never have it in his hand again. Yes. Uh, he wants to bring it places so he can, so he can have that strength with him. You know, he wants to show that he has cash. So I, so somehow the wallet's disappeared. We don't know where it is <laughs> 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 until we feel he's more ready to to acknowledge that it's not a toy it's not something you flash it's something you take care of it's something you put in the right places and it's something you use for what you need and things like that but he he's not taking to those rules yet so we're not ready to give it back to him so we we mm-hmm. keep it for him but i am going to let him decide what he's going to do with all of it it is it is his but i'm trying to get him to respect it you have to respect mm-hmm. the power you have to respect its strength you have to respect what it can do and I think it only, like for me, I think I came at a young age. I don't know why. I used to watch my dad fold his bills and make them nice and straight and always nice and neat in his pocket. His cash was always organized. So I always used to try to mimic that, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. They, all, all these old Greek timers, man, they, they would walk around with stacks like this. Oh, they loved the wad and it was They were all ordered perfect. properly. Like the yeah. And when it was too big, they got a big elastic. <laughs> But you would never, you would never grab your dad's stash of money and see like flip it and have like the face on one side, then the next bill like upside down with the face there. Never, it was all aligned. It was, all it was no, 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 not my dad. My dad, it was, it, it was like the stack, lottery tickets, and a comb. 
<laughs> I get it. it was all in there, man. It was just the lottery it was tickets all, were there it, for it, sure. It, it, it in the it, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all came out. It all came out the same time, you know. Look, <laughs> <Nicole. laughs> so I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not really sure how to go about it with my with my son yet. I'm right now. It's a subject that's not a subject because we've taken away the wallet, so he, he doesn't ask about it really. He he knows he has a stash of cash. Obviously, we have what we have for him too. It's just that I want him to be able to say, okay, I have a stash there. I have this much. I can get this. I need this. I want to go buy this. I'm going to take that. That stays there. He wants to bring the whole wallet with him to the store. He, he wants to act bigger than he is. And yeah, I don't want yeah, to yeah. drop it and lose it or somebody to rob him. You know? Well, first of all, first of all like, <laughs> the question is, um, at, how, uh, at what age do you try to make them understand what money is, how is it used, how to... Uh, how to make it, Early. earn it, how to earn it, uh, how to, uh, you know, how to divide oh. it. Like, do you, you, do, do you want everything saved? Do you want to keep some for yourself? Like, what is the, the what is the age where you can actually start having that conversation? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, but I can tell you my youngest is the polar opposite. He could not care less. Yeah. He, well, how, he, uh, how he, might, he might as well let him wipe your, his ass with money. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I, I, i've told him i've told him you have to go to school you have to learn, you have to get a better job make some good money have a decent life i don't want money like, what do you mean what are you gonna do for money he's like you go work i don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah he's young he's play. young i want to play i want no but the other guy at the same age no I, he wanted more money he's like he's like give me chores to do i wanted you to pay me he, he was th- he was thinking like that because give me time, tell me what you want me to do so i could you could pay me to do it because at the same time don't forget that uh before a certain age, they don't understand the difference between five, ten, and a hundred. You understand? Like yeah. 10, 10 is like, wow, so much money. What? Grade you one, know? grade one usually. You think they understand the 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 the, the difference between the, the value of five versus a hundred? Yeah, when they start understanding how money, how how numbers build up, you know. Yeah. What do you do? Like, well, how old were, was Gerasimo when you started to kind of implement this little the mentality? I don't, I don't know how old he was, but uh, I've always had, a, I guess, a healthy relationship with money. And just, to, just like you guys said, how it was in your homes. In my house, it was a little bit like George's, bottom George. It was uh, super frugal, right? save 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 be cheap don't spend so but that was like one part of the equation don't let them fool you yeah 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 exactly exactly <laughs> they overcharged you like you got to go back to the you got to go back to the store <laughs> take, you know go go get that 20 cents back and it was like that so like obviously it, it taught me good saving habits so i did take from that but don't forget that they came from a, a mentality of scarcity right so they showed you one part of the equation which was don't spend but they weren't really, well, they didn't know much to show you how to make it. Yeah. So the mentality came, didn't come from abundance. It came from, from lack. So it was always safe because there's not enough money. So I don't want that. I, I, with Yerasim, I don't know how old he was, but I always, I remember always telling him about value. And kids are not dumb. Like kids know, they, they know the value of, of barter, right? Like they started school. You want to do a school? I have a chocolate chip cookie. Can I trade you my chocolate chip cookie for your granola bar? Yeah. It's like, you know what? I've had this many times. I value that more. So it's just, just showing them value. You know what? That things are valuable. 
like I started telling him, you know what? Hot water costs more than cold water. Like when you take a shower and you're like there are 45 minutes, it's fine. It's okay. We could afford it, but it costs more energy. Be energy conscious. Close the lights, turn off the lights. Sorry, you don't close the lights. You turn off the lights, right? <laughs> little things like that. So I just caught myself telling him little things like that. And then now it's obviously, it's more of a system, but I just find that we did that topic bad, right? That's what I was saying at the beginning. It's very taboo. Like there's taboo subjects that like you don't talk around the table, like politics, right? But that's polarizing. I get it. Uh, religion, that can be a little fanatical. You stay away from that. Sex, it's private. But money, money should be everyday conversation. You yeah. should be open about money because you know what? That's the one thing they need. Everywhere, everywhere you go, they ask you for it. And you're right, George, uh, you said it, man. It's, it's intergenerational. That's why poverty keeps skip going through generations. It's intergenerational. And that's why wealth does the same thing. Because it's what do you teach your kids? And if you teach them scarcity and you teach them save and don't, don't make and money's bad, think about it in your subconscious mind, right? Like, what are we trained to think? We're trained to think that we're, we're, we're taught to think that money is bad. I don't teach my kid money is bad. I tell my kid money is good. I'm not saying that's all you need. And you shouldn't worship it. But when you say money that, is when good. You say that, who, who, who says we have to teach them that? I mean, morally? No, no. Well, well, look, man, think about it. Look at the sayings. Uh, money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Rich people oh, well, are money, greedy. Money doesn't grow on trees is, is about how you can't just keep spending. You have to make as well. It's... But what I'm saying is that these things are in a subconscious mind. And then what you do is if you keep telling people that, and okay, rich people and are greedy and really they're bad. Think money grows yeah, on trees is a that. bad one. Well, it, that, it, it's not that it's, it shows that it's bad. It just, it kind of insinuates that it's scarce. It's, it's scarce. It's scarce. And you know what? It's, there's a big pie out there. And you got to tell your kids they could go out and get that pile. They, there's an isn't abundance it more of about, Isn't it more about being diligent? And... Yeah. It, it, look, it's about a lot of things. First of all, look, man, I find that this should be in, in education, in school. Yeah. Right? You know, along with history and uh, arithmetic, right? You go to school, you learn your basic reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? So you do learn some math. Why not show people how to use money when you know that's one thing they need? Everyone talks about money, right? Everywhere you go, people ask you for it. Zig, you know what no, Zig, Ziglar said? they say, no, no, you'll learn about that after you're 18. No, not true. Not true. No, wait, if you already no, have no, the bad you're habits. You'll learn about that when you're 21 and yeah, it's too yeah. late. And you, you and spent it's too the late. first 40,000 you made. Yeah, exactly. So it's not a bad, to me, to me, it's not taboo. I'm very open. I talk about value. This is undervalued. This is overvalued. Like when we go to the store, it's going to be like, hey, uh, what do you want? I let him choose whatever he wants. He picks it up. It's like, okay, how much does that cost? I don't know. How much do you think it costs? You know, I'm just trying to increase his financial IQ by a bit. You're, That's all. You're, try, you're trying to give him uh, his baseline. Yeah, yeah. It's like, would you pay for that? What's ten dollars? Okay, ten dollars to develop a sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell them the average person works that many hours to make that. Is it worth working that many hours to get that? Is it? Okay. You know, you 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 really go into like detail shit. Like I, I'm, I'm. Oh yeah. I'm I'm at a stage right now where yeah, his, son, his son is twice the age of your own. Yeah, my son yeah. is eleven. We can talk. We can talk like that, right? See, like I'm I'm at the stage where my daughters think there is an infinite amount of money. It That's good. You know what I mean? There's like, uh, uh, let's get this, let's get that. And you, you try to explain to her, it's like, listen, you know, we have to go to work. You know, that's how we make money so that we can have our, our stuff. And, uh, and so you can have all your toys and all these things. So they believe that every time we go out, 
we need to buy a lot of stuff. Like that's that's why we go to the store. Like, yeah, okay. because they they, they see in the spending side of money. There's that's the fun part, right? There, there's spending, there's saving, there's giving, and there's investing, and all of those teach some they're kind also, of value. They're all supported by earning. Yeah, exactly. And that, I was going to get back to that. When my dad gives him money, I don't let him spend that. You know why? Because he didn't earn that. Yeah. He didn't earn that. that. That's gravy. That's like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? You don't help him by giving. And I, the other thing I do, I don't, the allowance is never tied to a chore. Like chores, like his, his bed, all that stuff is part of being in a house, in a family. You don't get paid for that. <laughs> you get paid for the extraordinary. You get paid for doing something else. You get paid for reading the book. You get paid for doing something, and it's like, wow, man, I really appreciated that. Yeah. Well, it you know, works if you have a you have like a base system where he gets an allowance. Oh, it's that's up. Yeah, it's up to you. Give yeah. him an allowance. No, does you your allowance. son have a base system like that? No, he no gets allowance. An allowance. Okay. What? But the money he gets, there's I have like six jars, and he has all this stuff yeah, because you've explained it. Yeah, yeah, you, you need that. Tell us, tell us and you, you, you don't need the six jars, but you need to know the concept. So okay, yeah, the tell, saving, tell this right? Thing that you that you came up with it with with the jars. Explain to everyone listening. So it's it's, it's I didn't come up with this. This is this is basic. Like you'll see this in like uh, Richest Man in Babylon. You'll see this in uh, Think and Grow Rich. There's a lot of books on this. Like there's there's a a panoply of, of books. Right to to go and get that information. So it's not even oh my god, only the rich have this yeah. information. It's out there now. Yeah. Obviously, let's say a dollar comes in, you cannot spend that dollar, right? You got to put twenty cents here, ten cents here, ten cents. You know what I mean? You, you got to distribute the money well. So obviously, most people think I make a dollar, I spend a dollar. Some people think when they, a dollar comes in, they spend one twenty. Yeah. So they're already twenty cents in debt. Your, your, your dollar, when it comes in, I believe about 70% has to be saved. 10 could be invested. 10 can be and I don't, and saved. You know what I mean? When I, when I say saved is saving means you're working on your patience. Investing, you're learning that your money makes money and that's what you want, right? Spending it and or not spending it teaches you control. And giving, because that's a component too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very big on giving. That teaches you generosity. So you, it's not just save or make. There's a whole, there's a whole education on it, and financial education is important. That's 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 where I come from. I, I believe it's very important, and that's what I want to tell you. Like like Zig Ziglar said, this is a funny quote, and like I quote him at least once a, a week. It's like, yeah, money is not that important, he says, but it ranks second to oxygen. <laughs> it, it does, man. Of course. Think about it. You 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 spend eight to ten hours of your day making it. Don't, don't tell people don't tell your kids it's not important yeah i don't like you know oh, happiness is not important well yeah, sorry uh, uh, money doesn't bring happiness or i get that but it, but it's okay to say it's not everything which is not but everything. It, it's, it's not everything but it's not evil no yeah us too i'm, I'm very pro pro dollars in here I, yeah I, I also teach them not to be wasteful like a lot of times i'll tell his little brother oh don't do that and alex from the other side will be it's a waste of a napkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're teaching him, man. He, he'll go turn off the light and I'll hear him say to himself, it's a waste of electricity. He says it to himself while he's turning off the light. 
Wow. Guys, I, I, I'm so far from being there. It's like, I, honestly. But it's not because I, I sat them down and gave them a course. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I, I repeat it's myself and I, yeah. and I try to pass yeah, on the logic behind it's it. It's repetitive. And, and somehow he's, he worked out the mechanics. And you, and you lead by example, man. That's why you, the first thing is that you have to be open about it. You have to talk about it. There's bills. We pay for this. Don't waste it. Like you said, George, respect it. You want to respect money. You want to respect money. And another thing I'm doing now, now it's a little bit different. Um, I'm, I'm showing him that you don't necessarily have to trade time for money. You know, like we have this, the, the, the go to school, right? Get a good grade, get a good job. You have a good life. Boom. It ends. There's more than that. Yeah. Especially now today, there's more than that. You know? So money is important. I find people that tell their kids uh, money is not important. They're doing them a very, very big disservice. You need to increase your kid's financial IQ every day. And obviously, don't obsess, right? But money is not the rule of all evil. But if you're sitting there and you're saying money is not important, oh, rich people are not good, you know what? They're going to grow up hating it because people do what they see, what they hear, and what they experience. And then 30 years down the line, it's their subconscious mind that money is not good. And think about it. When something's not good, you don't want it. Like, if you don't care about it, you're not going to make it, right? Let's say, George, do you care about turtles? No. (laughs) No. So you're never going to own a turtle pet. It it, it sounds stupid, but it's that simple. If you don't care about a turtle, you're not going to have a turtle. If you don't care about money, guess what? You're not going to have any money. It's that simple. It is. So, so, so... Tell everyone about the system. So, so he has his jars. What are the jars for? The jars, and I think I saw this from, um, I first saw it from um, T. Harv Ecker. The jar is like, let's say you have 10 bucks, right? Where he gets 50 bucks or he gets 100 bucks. He has to split it in jars. So he has a, a, a saving jar, which is we put the money there for something that he wants to buy later because kids, obviously, they don't make enough money to go buy a ball. Like buying a soccer ball might take four months. Right. So that's save delayed gratification. There's a jar that says uh, financial freedom. This is for your future. Right. And this one is the jar that we put in. So this is your your savings, maybe for your education, maybe for an investment. If you want to start a YouTube channel like you want to start now, there's no that that is for future. Then you have a jar that simply is a jar that you give. So some of your money has to go somewhere where you give. You got you got to contribute to your society. Um, even though, like, I think frugally, that is a very important component. And we give a lot yeah. every year. And you have to give. Yeah. All right? Then there's the other jar, which is um, maybe a, a, a long-term savings. So the, the, the jar, what it does is it just teaches them that when money comes in, it doesn't have to go out. Yeah. but also- Money comes in, pay yourself first. And then if there's anything a little bit left, then you could go spend it, but, but it, don't. Yeah. But also, it also gets them to think what's important. Okay, I got twenty bucks. How much do I want to put? Like, or do you divide it? Is like a formula? Yeah, we like, yeah, yeah, we divide, divide it. Minus, yeah, we have the, Okay, or yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't decide. Okay, I want to put this much in that. Jar. No, no, no. I, I look. I've written on the jars five percent here, ten percent here, and then we do the math together. So like, if you have a hundred bucks, what's what's ten percent? Ten bucks. Okay, let's go break it. I, I break the I break it in tens for him. We're in twenties. Yeah, but this and you know what this is. I do this for me. Yeah, I have I, uh, obviously it's not jars that I have accounts, <laughs> but I have I have accounts. <laughs> you, you, you have a little bit of jars. 
<laughs> you walk into Chris's room, he has little, <laughs> little jars. He has six fucking five-gallon jars. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, but, but it's important. And obviously now that uh, he's a little bit older, we opened an account. I went with him, we opened an account. It's called the little Leo savings account. So I put a high-interest <laughs> account and a savings. I got him a little card so he could get used to the transactions and put in. Obviously, there's a limit. He can't withdraw more than, he can't withdraw more than 20 bucks. But... I find you're never too young to, to increase your financial IQ, man. I don't want him to, to have problems when he's older, just spending it, not saving it. I want him to understand it. And, and man, I find it, it's so important. And I feel people are still, you know, not talking about it with their kids. You got to respect it's, the money, it's, man. It's like you it's said, a tool. It's the, a education, tool. the education system has, has overlooked this. And it's what you said. The reason... It is what you just said is because people get educated late if they ever do get educated. Oh, 100%. Late. That, that I think, yeah. and we've even discussed it on uh, previous episodes where, you know, about our education system and that the fact that it doesn't focus on things that would probably matter most, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, look, like I told you, I mean, I, I, I didn't grow up with that kind of mentality. I wasn't someone that saved money. Uh, and now uh, uh, I'm... I'm in that category where we had to, or I had to kind of discipline myself at a later age. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're thinking, okay, look, where am I going in my life? You know, you want to get married, you want to have a house, you want to have kids, you want, you know, and, and then you realize, geez, if I only kept like a, a little percentage of everything that I've made from the age of like 14, I'd, you know, you'd be set. You know what I mean? You, you would have yeah. no, but you got, you got, you got to live too. You got to spend like, look, look, uh, I don't want to sound real, like I'm... that money from that age was not intended for saving. It was for fun. Yeah. Well, it was intended. Yeah. It was intended okay, to our, spend. Our parents it. didn't give us money for fun. They, they worked hard. They were going to give it for us to have fun. So we had to earn money to have fun. Yeah. So you gotta, they, you gotta spoil yourself too a little bit. That's it. But you just got to be smart about it. And it, it, it's a tool. And you know what? For me, it's, it is one of those things. You know, it's like it's one of those check marks or it's one of those problems you got to solve quick in your life. You know, at least get out of the way. I'm not saying become extra wealthy. I'm not, I'm not talking about being rich. I'm just talking about because you don't want to be poor. And I don't mean poor, African poor. I mean, and a, and a like, quick way to not be poor is go make more fucking money. It's such a beautiful well, thing. Well, like I think Jim Rohn said it this way. If you want to... If you don't want to be, no, he said, if you don't want to be, no, what did he say? If you want to help the poor people, don't become one. Yeah. Right. If you, if you want to help poverty, don't, don't be poor. You know what I mean? And look, I I'm not talking about poverty, like in Africa, that's a different, that's a different kind of poverty. I'm talking about relative poverty, like in your neighborhood, guys, if you're making 30 grand a year, you're relatively poor in Canada, but you don't have to make 30 grand a year. It's a ladder. You can go all the way up. Yeah. It's just more skill sets, a little bit different habits, right? And it's a different mentality. So you know what? Yeah, no, don't, 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 don't let your kid be there. It's okay to be driven by it. Man. It's okay. It's okay to want it. It's okay to think that money is good. You, you shouldn't have society making feel bad for for making money, right? Especially, yeah. And that's why I call that a taboo because it's like you know what? There's this whole stigma around money, and it's man, it's a tool. Don't you want your kid to use this tool? You know, I'm obviously like, there's obviously, look, the rich person, the, the really rich person and the really poor person have the same problem. They both think of money all the time. And that's a problem. So you, you know what I mean? So you don't want to be here, but you don't want to be here either. But use the tool to give you a great life. Whatever those skills that you develop are, 
use money as that tool to get you not being a slave quicker. You know, I think what's important, what you said before, is about understanding the the potential that you have and not putting, you know, barriers where you're like, okay, $35,000, well, that's what I'm making and that's what I have to build my life around, right? Instead of yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. not what I want my life, you know, like instead of establishing what you want in your life and then making sure that you have what you need to make it. That, yeah, well said, well said. Um, you're changing everything to accommodate whatever income yeah. you're getting, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, it's, yeah. Tough, and it's tough today, guys. And, and you know, I, I don't know how it's going to be for our kids, but I remember when we were going into the, the workforce, okay, well, we, we, I always worked. I mean, I don't think I've ever stopped from the age of 14, but let's say when, you, when we graduated university, it was pretty much standard to expect thirty-five dollars to $40,000 a year. Okay. And that's what was being offered. I, I, you know, you, you, we came out of university thinking, okay, I'm going to get a job at around, you know, $30,000, $35,000. You know, it, it's going to be okay. Today, that's what companies still want to offer. But because of all the tools that are available and, you know, everything that kids are exposed to, they're thinking, no, man, I'm going to go make a hundred grand. And it, it's, it's, it's unrealistic. You understand? Like yeah. the, the, the expectations are much higher than ours were, but the reality and the pay grade is probably relatively close to what it was still. So there's like this huge gap, I feel. And I've heard stories like this from all sorts of people and friends that have businesses and that, that need employees and all these kids come from uh, straight out of school and they're expecting like, like. Because <laughs> yeah, they've had everything and they don't value money. Yeah. And they don't understand. And, and, I, and I'm a big believer like Gerasimo, as soon as he's able to work, he's going to go work and volunteer. You need both, and they're different things. You volunteer and you work. You got to work because you got to be able to. You got to be able to take instruction in order to lead others. So you got to start there, and you got to have the mentality to serve others in order to do well. So you got to do both. But I just want to go back on what you said, Georgia, because I think you got it there. And it's and it's a, a question of paradigm, right? We come from the generation. And I guess the, the generation and the mentality where it's like pick a career and whatever that career gives you, you accept. So let's say you want to become an accountant, become an accountant, you'll get your 60, 70 grand a year and you're going to accept the lifestyle that that, that profession is going to give you or provide for you. But there's a different paradigm. There's a paradigm that says, I want to go make this much. What do I need to do in order to get there? Right. And that's a whole different way of thinking. And that didn't come from a Greek father that was that came to Montreal in 1975. No, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> or 66, yeah, whatever. No, yeah. Absolutely not. And not only that, not only that, because it's not only how much do I want to make and what do I need to do to get there. It's what what kind of lifestyle do I want and what are the stages that I'm yeah. not what do I like not to go from A to B directly. It's like yeah. okay, I, I need to A B C D E F G. Yeah. You're gonna fall back to B, go back yeah. to D. Like, you need yeah. to know okay, these are the stages, and it's gonna take me like whatever five six years. I'll attain that you know that that uh, goal, and then from that point on, okay, what's the next step? And then what are the the, the categories that I need to? I mean, it, we didn't we didn't go through that process, and you know I realized this very late when when I started working actually in politics. We had an intern that that came to work for us. And uh, 
his family was pretty well off and you know he he attended a, a like a very prestigious school uh, in Montreal and he had done his university uh, in uh, in the US and all that stuff and um you know he had all these ideas and all these uh, objectives and goals and stuff like that and he kept referring to friends of his that he was in high school with whose parents were very successful as well right and that's that was an eye open that was an eye opener for me because our parents sent us to school thinking that you're going to go get a good education over there and uh, that's probably going to open up whatever door for you to have a successful life period these like this kid's parents were thinking where can i send him so he can associate with people that are going to be able to carry him wherever he wants to be you understand because everything that this kid wanted to do he knew someone that he went to school with that he was friends with that either was there or whose parents were there or who knew how to get there or whose parents knew how to get there like it was like this whole uh, ecosystem of successful entrepreneurs businessmen and all that stuff that had all this kind of gateway to a, like an infinite amount of resources that you need to get to wherever you want right you they, want they basically paid for a really expensive private school sorry they really paid for like a really expensive yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah it's well one. let me just say that 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 is a good mentality and i'll tell you why because it it doesn't value the school it's indirect no, exactly. it values the network exactly exactly that kind of mentality values the network and it comes and it comes and with value right. it comes with a value of course but you know that whatever you put in there in the long yeah. in the, in the in the long run it's going to you know it's going to pay back whatever tenfold twentyfold whatever it is you know because yeah. you're already making friends and mind you when you're going to high school you're not thinking what am i going to be like do i want to be an investor do i want to be a businessman when i'm 30 you don't think that like when you follow your friends 13, when you're 12 13 you go to high school and you're chasing girls you know what i mean like that's that that, that, mm-hmm. that that was in my head so you're not thinking there but down the line you know that those six years or five years in high school the friendships that you're going to develop are going to pay back in maybe 10 years after that or 5 years after that and it's it's going to pay back it's going to pay back and you probably don't realize it when you're going into school you're you're not there yet mentally but yeah. when you're 25 and you know that your 10 closest friends have all this network and they have all these resources and you know there's all these things that are looking uh that are looking good for them it's rare to it's it's almost impossible to think that you won't move up along with that crowd you understand yeah, yeah and it, there were well, there were like picture the, them having a, an internship or in the summer with one of the kids well, you know maybe the dad has a yeah, yeah. And you know, and, you exactly, know exactly like you're interested in accounting or you want to be a, a an investor okay yeah that guy's father has a firm or he, <clears throat> why don't you ask him maybe he can open up a door for you or whatever but not on, not on that guys in a lot of these like um like financial wealth books and get rich books and all that stuff Sorry, a, a lot of a lot of the stories you hear that these guys went and worked for free just to be next to a mentor. Exactly. Just to be next to somebody that could teach them, right? So it's like I won't work, don't pay me for two years, but I want to absorb everything you know because I want to I want to take advantage of your experience. Like my dad would never say that. No. It's like go get every dollar if he didn't pay you for that hour, you know he owes you. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it's just a different mentality, man. And you know what? Things change, and we cannot give. Think about it. We cannot give the same advice our parents gave us to our kids because this is 40 years later. 
Yeah. Or 30 years later, right? In a different world. So now, like, I'm that's that's what that's I'm coming back to this. I'm I'm kind of showing uh, my 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 son that you don't really have to trade time for money. You don't need to get a job. Don't think job. Think bigger. Think think leverage. Think like entrepreneurial. Think think online. You know what I mean? It's not like our generation. You can become an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor, a dentist, an engineer, and or you know, like you, you tell your dad, uh, "I want to become a marketing consultant." And it's like, what's that? <laughs> they don't know. They don't like, they don't, they, my my dad still doesn't know. like, like we have friends in marketing, and like I tried to explain him once what my friend does, and it's like, so he doesn't even understand that. That, that guy. Well, he's understand. like, so why do you spend his time in school for nothing? That's what he says. <laughs> no, whatever it is, or if, if think about it, and then, or let's say your kid has big dreams, right? And you're and you're somebody. Let's say example, you're you're in that fifty grand. You're that fifty grand guy, or which is fine, but let's say. Your your son has different aspirations, different ambitions, and he wants to, he wants to become a millionaire. You got like it, it's never going to work out because if you're a fifty thousand dollar a year person, how are you going to teach your kid how to go make a million dollars? It's two different mindsets. It's two worlds apart. Mm-hmm. That's very important to understand that it, don't kill his ambition because you just don't know how to do it. No, and no. it's important. You know what I mean? It's, it's be, important or, for parents or, or to understand, because, or because in your mind the risk associated to it is so big. Yeah, let him fail. Let him fail. He's come back and start all over again. It's fine. Yeah. You know? So it is one of those topics where there's a lot of stuff. And you know what? A lot of stuff. A lot of and, people and don't misunderstand Chris because Chris doesn't say that only rich people make rich people. You'll be a, You could have a, a, an average father and become a rich person too. Absolutely. It's not even to become rich. It's just becoming comfortable. Guys, you don't, you don't, you don't need... Yeah, I know. A million is not rich. You're right. Yeah, but it's not only that. It's just that it's the, the target is not become rich. The target is don't depend on money. Yeah. Like And, don't, and don't, don't do work where you just don't show up somewhere and, and warm up a chair. You know, yeah, you, you don't want to do work like that either. Yeah, but uh, but at th- that all that though it's it's a very fine line, and because a lot of uh, a lot of the kids that are now you know I don't, I don't know what they're called like Gen Gen Z or whatever they're called whatever Gen the Z, kids yeah. that are getting into the workforce now because and I, and I believe that they have a lot more knowledge at their age than we did when we were their age that that's for sure it's hands down um, their expectations are so high that I feel based on what I've seen personally and from what people have told me that it's like this awkwardness in the workspace where because they believe that this is what I am, they believe that I'm going to jump from point A to point B no matter what. And like we said before, you have to determine what what steps you need to to take between it's created this atmosphere in this workplace where they just don't fit. You know what I mean? Their, their expectations are so, are so high that it's like, dude, you know, you got to get in touch with reality also at some point, you know, and, and I, maybe I'm generalizing. But, yeah. uh, I'm split on that. I'm split on that because I work in an office and worked in an office. I've seen it. Like uh, I, I coach people like that. Like I lead people like that in a way. Um this is, this is where it's at. You're right. The expectations are high. They want to make an impact very, very quickly. 
they don't really see the learning curve. They want to go from A to B very, very quick. But right now, I don't know what the stats are, but let's say they're, they're 20% of the market. Eventually, they're going to be 30, 40, 50. Eventually, they're going to be maybe 90% of the market and 10% is going to be the gen, whatever it's called. So they're going to be in control. That means they're going to shape the market. So, you know what I mean? So you can't have, they're not, they're going to shape the, what the new market is. So the new bosses believe, are going to cater to that mentality. That's right. And it's already, you already, you already and, seen that. And the proof that. is that people can't find employees. People, people are like, it's hard for people to find employees. Apparently. And when you can't find employees, guess what? You pay. And when you pay, guess what? You're going to get people. So there is going to be a bit of a balance, but you're right. You're right. A lot of people are thinking that, but I think they're stuck in a very old mentality because it's going to go fast now. It's going to go. I think, well, I don't know. I, I think this is a, this is an opinion from what, from what I've read, from what I've seen. Uh, it's very probable that all our kids are going to have a job that doesn't exist yet. Statistically, we have two kids each. That makes six kids. 100% are probably going to have a job that doesn't exist yet. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 scary. Not, it's scary. It's just that you know you. you, you we just described how it's his, unknown. His it's unknown. Didn't understand the job that he was trying to describe yeah. to what is yeah. marketing. Same kind of thing. Yeah, like like what what's marketing strategy for my dad? You know, like I'm an engineer. Like I'm in a big category, and he still doesn't know what I do exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm an engineer. So, but the engineer is like thinks, a, this yeah. big category, right? So he thinks you're employed by an architect. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, tell, he, he tells the architect what to do. And the architect tells yeah. Chris what to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, so it, it, it is interesting to start having conversation like that. And you know what? I'm, I think I'm aware. I'm, I'm probably a lot of times. They're going to figure out how to get there, I guess, in ways that we can teach them in terms of uh, what's out there coming. So they're not going to get that from us. They're going to get the fundamentals from us. Yeah, and I see a lot of entrepreneurial opportunities. Stuff like that. See, look, and I'm going to get back to what I was saying before because it still it still boggles my mind a little bit because I've seen a lot of these kids, and maybe because of how we were brought into the workforce and the discipline that we were taught right it's like listen you're gonna eat shit you're gonna learn you're gonna evolve and that, that that's pretty much the journey we've all been through i mean we've seen toxic environments we've been yelled at and, and, extent, and if, you're, if you're lucky at the end of the day they'll let you laugh at the joke <laughs> you understand what i'm saying i mean and, and to a certain extent we weren't allowed to quit it was fucking deal with it that's your job he's your boss uh do what he tells you and even, I mean, at some point, I mean, I remember places where I worked, it was like, it just didn't work anymore. It was like, I, I don't need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it made you stronger as an employee. Uh, it, it built your discipline. It built your concentration, your focus. It, it, it taught you how to judge characters. Who's good? Who's not good? Who can I deal with? Who can I not deal with? You know what I mean? Who do I block out? Who do I block out? And who do I... Yeah. But these are fundamentals, George. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying that... And and again, maybe I'm generalizing, but from what I've seen, it just seems that the the, the, the new generation now that is getting into the marketplace is not going to go through that. It's going to be like, look, I'm here to make the big bucks. If you don't give to me, ciao, bye. It's like, what are you going to learn, though? Like, how are you going to mold yourself uh, to deal with the different you know, the, the politics, the, the attitudes, the frustrations, the happiness, like all these things that come into play in every single work environment. 
I, I have, what scares me is that the new generation won't have, you know, the the the, the attitude backbone to 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 confront <clears throat> these situations. And I don't want to. I'm, I'm I'm torn on it, man. I'm torn on it. I get what you're saying, but there's a high adaptability factor that I think we're ignoring. Yeah. There, there, there is, and, and there's also don't forget the the other way of, of seeing this is that the skill set or the skill sets that we had to learn in order to get us through the door were skill sets that don't matter as much today right the, the first skill sets everyone learns is what maybe punctuality okay uh, take orders learn how to do a couple of things yeah, don't talk bad. Yeah, subordination, right? So these are things that will get you at the minimum wage. Like when somebody says, how much you get paid? I get paid minimum wage. Minimum wage means you have those skill sets. Like if you get paid minimum wage plus a dollar, that means you can do that plus something else. These kids are coming out with a little bit more skill set now. You know what I mean? So it's like it's directly to the, no, you're right. I, I see what you're saying. It just, it's, there's, yeah, but you know, look, they'll adapt. They'll adapt. And you know what? employers are going to have to kind of bend a little bit backwards to to accommodate sure. and that's what they're doing now they doing that's what they have to or else they're going to guess what you're talking, because you're talking about skill set and it's fine i, I agree with you 100 they obviously well, what, what you're talking about george what, what you're talking about is, is is getting the fundamentals but with a minimum wage job chris is saying they're going to get them but they're coming out of school they're getting a high high-end paying job and they're going to learn these things yeah, they're, they're yeah. skipping that step or two. I'm not, I'm not talking about that because, yeah, you're right in terms of the skill set. They're coming out. They know a lot more than what we did at their age. But their interpersonal skills, their, um, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, want. the interpersonal skills lack a bit because uh, they're, they're obviously a little bit socially inept. You know, they're, they're, they're self It also comes with having more skills. You're, you're less social also. Studying and learning and like what do you call it the soft skills whatever they're called um yeah yeah interpersonal intrapersonal like that sort of thing i feel like they're kind of lagging behind just because they they their expect their expectations are set to a certain extent to a certain point where it's unrealistic to think that yeah, yeah. you're out of school and you're gonna hit you know you're gonna be a director just because you studied whatever fuck i don't know you have a master's or whatever the market doesn't have that capacity or maybe it does i don't know no, but it, it's changing man it's changing even look at like guys like elon musk and a few other guys they're starting to hire people without degrees now that means they're looking for the malleability aspect of employees it's like okay come in do you have a good attitude right are you ready to learn i'll teach you everything you need right. and there's training there's online courses there's webinars there's all sorts of stuff so i don't think you need that learning curve as much i agree with you that yeah there's there's a bit of lack in interpersonal, intrapersonal, but they're smart enough. And don't so forget the values change, right? So we, well, the baby boomer tend to, tended to be a little bit more loyal, meaning he was able to give his whole life to a company for 25, 30 years, maybe change a couple of times, retire, right? Take out RSSP, uh, RSSPs, RRSPs and his pension and he was happy. Today, you'll see people go back and forth maybe in a year, maybe two jobs oh, or yeah. change every two years. So it's a different value system, right? So right. all this is in play. And look, the market adapts and they adapt. Uh, but one thing that's common is, is money. It's still how you think of money. And if you're able to make it, if, you're, if you have a good relationship with it, if you have a shady relationship with money, you're going to suffer. So, you know? 
So, so let's just let's just touch another topic now. Your kids, do you tell them or ask them what they want to be? Uh, do they tell you what they want to be? And if they tell you what they want to be, uh, are you like, yeah, just no, no, you're not going to be that. Like, yeah, you, you're not going to be like, whatever. I don't know. One, one tells me he wants to be rich and the other one tells me he wants to be a boss. A boss. <laughs> there you go. We're not there, there you yet. Go. No, I know, but we're our, not there yet. Our kids are, are like my daughter wants to be a ballerina or a princess or I don't know. What <laughs> oh, yeah, like I'm I'm in that zone now. You know, forget about it. She's but, gonna marry a royal teller. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, Chris, like your your eldest, is he thinking mm -hmm. about things he likes or what he, he wants? Yeah. To be? Are you asking him like out of curiosity? What, what do you see? No, no, no. I, I think it's the wrong question. I even think at school when they ask, "What do you want to be?" No, it's who do you want to be. I don't ask the, what do you want to be? I don't, I, it, it's not centered around a profession. Right. It's who do you want to be? Who are you right now? And what do you want to develop yourself into? So it's like, okay, let's work on your strengths. Let's work on your weaknesses. Are we good at that? Hey, do you like that? Do you hate that? And that's another topic we can have. Uh, but anyway, it, it, but I'm more like that. I, I, don't, I don't even, I told you, I'm not going to start telling him, do you want to be an accountant when I think accounting is going to be done by a machine in 20 years? Right. That, man. You know what I mean? It's like a year old kid to love accounting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm not going to say anything, but, but I'm going to tell him, Hey, be self-aware. You see here, are we, are you good here? Do you think you're good? Do you think you have value? Yeah. You're valuable here. And, and, and I'm a big believer in this. I learned late in my life. But it's almost like I apply it. If you have a weakness, you don't try to make that better. You're, You're weak sure. there. Yeah. You're going to take too much of an eternity to get a weakness into a strength. But it takes less effort to turn a very good strength into something extraordinary. So, like, work on that. And you know what? Sure. Eventually, you're going to hire your weakness you're probably going to collaborate with somebody who could compliment you, but you know what I mean? So but things have changed be, guys. You don't, you don't need to be perfect at everything. No, you no, don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to be perfect is, at everything. So what is he saying now? Has he, has he told you what he's thinking or what he likes or what he likes? Oh, he's still at the dream stage, man. He's at, at the dream stage, but I don't discourage anything. Oh, that's fine. Oh, you know what? Maybe like I tell him, look, man, you're going to, you, you want to become a soccer player. You see all those videos you see, can you make it happen? It's very hard. Are you willing to do it? If you're willing to do it, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and then sometimes it doesn't feel like practicing. It's like, hey, how are you going to get this? And then, then he says, you know what, me, I want to become a YouTuber. Great. Let's do it. Show me your plan. Uh, I don't know what to do yet. Well, okay. Go write something. Figure out something that's more than a minute long. Yeah. And then I'll help you. Yeah. So it's not, you see, I, I don't discourage. I just guide and I support and it's, it's all him. But I try to give the good advice, man. I'm trying to give advice. I won't hurt him. It's crazy to notice these trends, right? Because when we were kids, like I, I remember I wanted to be a fireman, but just because I found it cool. So that was the trend. Oh, look at this guy. Wow. You know, red truck. And, you know, it's cool. Now, look how much it's changed, bro. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> I want to make videos. Jo George, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm, seriously, I might, in a year, I might change. Yeah. I might go do something else. I might do something else in six months. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You got to do things. You no, got to do things you like, you're good at. I'm just saying that, you know, the, the, the reference points have just shifted tremendously. <laughs> it's like, you know, the cool thing for us was a policeman, a fireman. Yeah. We, we had the hockey player too, though. I remember in school. Uh, in oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when the teacher's like, okay, yeah. what, 
it, it, it was um it was an art project and it's like uh, draw uh what you want to be and all the boys in the class brought a hockey card they cut off the head and the <laughs> yeah no, but but you know what man it's like you uh, it, it was i'm almost out of battery you have to think it was fun to think you're gonna be that it was fun to pretend you were trying and you figured Nobody's... out on your own it's never gonna happen you were never disappointed by somebody else no, but no, but you know what? That dreamer is good to keep alive in your kid. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we, we, but being pragmatic at the same time. But I find like some parents kill the dream too quick. <laughs> you know, let, let them dream a bit. Let, let, let them imagine things, and they might grow out of it. But, but let don't them figure kill, out don't... themselves, though. They have to figure yeah, out exactly, themselves. exactly. Figure out let them figure out themselves. Going to happen. Let them figure out themselves that maybe they should look at something else. It's okay. It's yeah. okay not to be great. And, and you know what? How, you know how I see it. Yeah, it's fine. And I, I see it like that. And I see it almost like I'm here to kind of give you the the rule book of what I think it is, and I'll guide you. Yeah. But I'll point out little things, and I'm only pointing out the little things so you can know that. Uh, but later on, you can point them out for yourself. Right. It's like, hey, by the way, here, did, did you see this? What do you think of that? Uh, okay, you know what? Then that leads to another conversation. What's interesting is that I'm having this now. A lot of people think I'm crazy that I talk like that with my kid, but he's older. And I know a lot of parents don't even have this conversation or they're listening to me right now thinking what I'm saying is crazy. But you know what? I find that's how it works out good for us. And you know what? Later on, he, he'll be like, okay, this, this and that. I just want to give him, I don't want to discourage him. I want him to figure out his strengths very quick, his weaknesses very quick. I want him to understand that it's all about synergy, collaborating, cooperating with the world. Get, take a mentality, well, adopt a mentality where you're serving others. And if you want to go make money and be rich, that's fine. Go fail a few times and it's fine. Don't be the person that at 65 regrets everything they did or everything they didn't do. They didn't do. So we have to yeah. teach them how to take risks and, and, and know how to manage take, risks. Take risks. You lose it all, you'll make it again. You'll make it again. And, and you know what? Your true asset is that. Your true asset is not even the money. It's the brain. You lose it all, you'll make it again. But get the, like inculcate the habits hone the skills on your way like learn the information like i tell them at school you're going to go through it because he doesn't really like it right it's like yeah you know uh, or the school he you, didn't like well he did he's not he's not your, your your a student i love school i can't wait to go to school yeah but you have to go through it so get from it yeah you, you can't escape it so while you're there get the information and get out of there yeah. like don't, don't don't be stupid while you're there right <laughs> You know, don't be stupid while you're there. You're there anyway. How crazy it is that somebody's teaching you something you're not listening. How yeah. messed up is that? You're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's the little things, the little thing. And it's obviously hard. It doesn't get it. But I repeat, I repeat, I repeat, I repeat, I repeat. And you're going to say it's not conventional. It's not. But, and I might be wrong. I'm, I might mess them up. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm trying to give him the right. We're, we're here to, to we're, we're, we're here looking at what you're doing. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how it yeah. works out for them. <laughs> I'll test that. I'll tell you guys. Don't do this. Yeah. This you shouldn't do. Never do this again. Oh man. You know. All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Um, what do we close on? What do we what do we wrap that shit up? B. <laughs> what? I I got the tip of the day. Yeah. Okay. Money is. <laughs> Money is not bad. Money is good. And I can't think of any problem where having money makes it worse. That's the tip of the day. That's it. 
All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, again, follow us on all the social media platforms. Uh, subscribe to YouTube and uh, on all the other audio platforms as well. Um, see you on the next episode. Ciao. Bye, guys. <laughs>